We're going to get started. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Show. Today's guest is Christy Whitman, CEO and founder of the Quantum Success Learning Academy and Quantum Success Coaching Academy. I am Heidi Richards Mooney, founder of Women in E-Commerce and the host of the Entrepreneur Show. It is my pleasure to bring to you today's program. Let me tell you about today's guest. Christy Whitman is a transformational leader, celebrity coach, and law of attraction expert, as well as the two-time New York Times best-selling author of The Art of Having It All and Taming Your Alpha Bitch. <laughs> she is also the author of the international bestseller Quantum Success. Her forthcoming book, The Desire Factor, will be released on April 21st, 2021. I love having an exact date. Christy has appeared on the Today Show, The Morning Show, TEDx, and the Hallmark Channel. And her work has been featured in the media and various publications. She's been featured in Goldcast, People Magazine, Seventeen, Women's Day, Hollywood Life, and Teen Vogue, just to name a few. As I mentioned earlier, she's the founder and CEO of Quantum Success Learning Academy and Quantum Success Coaching Academy, a 10-month Law of Attraction coaching certification program. Christie's helped certified over 3,000 life coaches and has helped countless others to unlock their power to manifest. She lives in Scottsdale, Arizona with her husband, Frederick, and her two boys, Alex and Maxime. Welcome, Christy. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you, Heidi. Oh, and I'm just so honored and thrilled because I've just been following you for a long time and knowing that you actually gave up some of your time to be with us today and share some of your story really makes me feel great. And I know our audience is excited. So let's get right down to it. Tell us about your company. I want to know how and why you started it. Well, it was, <laughs> it's one of those things that I just was following my passion you know, um, about 20 years ago, I had my first book, Perfect Pictures, come through me. And after my fam family and friends bought the book, I started speaking in spiritual bookstores and New Thought churches. And when I was doing that, I was doing a lot of workshops. People would ask me to coach. And I didn't even have a frame of reference back there, back then, before what a coach is. I mean, I thought like cheerleading coach, football coach. I didn't know that there was even this thing called life coach. And so I would have people call me on the phone and I would walk them through meditations and do some energy work with them, basically what I was learning and applying in my life. And they were getting huge results. They were getting, and I, I loved the process and I loved getting emails and phone calls saying, oh my gosh, this happened and that happened. So I was in corporate America for a very long time and I continued to do my work as a pharmaceutical rep, but knowing that I wanted to be a full-time coach an author and speaker. And so I continued on nights and weekends pursuing that. And I got to a point about 14 years ago where I was working in the corporate office at a biotech company and I was a sales training manager and it just didn't fulfill me. But yet I would go home and coach someone on nights and weekends and I felt totally fulfilled. Even after a long day's hard work, right? I would do a coaching session with someone and I would feel just energized by it. So 
I met my husband. He was living in Montreal and I was living in Philadelphia at the time. And he, it was just perfect timing for me to go full time into my business because I just knew that my purpose, my passion was in helping other people learn about the universal laws, how to apply it in their lives. And I just love that process. So that's how, that's when and what and how I started my business. And I knew I wanted to have an online business. I didn't want to have a brick and mortar. And, and it was just something that I knew that I wanted to help other people learn how to succeed by working with the universal laws. Well, and you mentioned a couple of interesting things. First of all, having an online business gives you so much freedom, but it also helps you to touch so many more people. Yes. So I think that that's a, a just one of the wonderful things about having an online business, although sometimes you can feel a little bit secluded from the world, I think, even though you have this vast world at your, at your fingertips, so to speak. Um, I love what you said about, um, you know, coming home from work and feeling energized to do what you really love. And it, that's really what we all need to find. I, I mean, I, I feel like I found that in 2005. So I've been very fortunate as well. But I think there are a lot of people who just they're afraid to take that step and or they just don't know what it is they want to do. But when you find that feeling and you, and it's just something I, I it is, I, I don't know how to, I think you said it best. It's how it's, you feel it. It's something you feel. It isn't something that, you know, intellectually you say, Oh, this is the best thing. It's something, you know, you're doing a great job and you're enjoying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had to, I had to cultivate that because when I was a pharmaceutical rep, I was just clear that I felt empty. I, I, what, I was making a lot of money and you know that was one of the reasons I wanted to become a pharmaceutical rep is because I knew I could do really well financially. And while I was doing really well financially, it didn't fulfill me in any way. And so knowing what I knew about universal laws and what I teach and what I write about, I thought, okay, what's missing? And for me, it was feeling passionate and feeling on purpose with what I was doing in a career. And like you're saying, I didn't even know that the possibility and the potential existed for what I would be doing 20 years later. But I would consistently feel as if I was on purpose and feel as if I had passion and really bring that up on a consistent basis, you know, imagine and feel my way into that. And it was a very short period of time when my first book came through me that led me on this path. And each time I just leaned in and I leaned in and I leaned in because each step along the way, although there was doubts and fears and worries and, oh my God, am I doing it right? And is this going to work? And, you know, risks and things like that. I just kept leaning in because I was following my passion and I was following my purpose. And so it kept leading me to just these beautiful places. And now here I am, you know, for, uh, well, for what, 12 years now, I've, I've 14 years now, yeah, 14 years now, I've had my own online business and, you know, I had a multi-million dollar business and um, got to raise both my kids from home, you know, who says you can't have it all. That's why I wrote in the art of having it all, right? It's like, yeah. I literally had breakfast, lunch, and dinner with my children as they were growing up. You know, I could spend so much time with them. I, I was there for every first word that they said and second, third, fourth, and fifth. And I was there for every step that they took and every funny thing that they did and, and just very grateful for it. But it's because I followed the feeling first, even though the form wasn't clear to me back then. Yeah. And you know, the form can be developed, you know, it's yeah. like any skill. If you, if you have a knack for something, but you haven't completed the skills that are required, um, learning skills 
is easy. It's that intellect and that um, that intuition. We can't learn. We have we have it. It's innate. So wonderful. Let's talk a little bit about your book, Quantum Success. What is that the formula that you wrote about in it that creates massive success? Sounds like we may have touched on it a little bit already. Yeah, well, it's a two-part process. It's alignment and then it's momentum. So what I mean by alignment is that you feel good with what you're doing. You feel good moving towards building your business. You know, you feel good as an entrepreneur. You have your your thoughts and your words and your, you know, perspective and your emotions and the actions that you take. Everything is in alignment and then you keep moving forward. You take that momentum with it. And as long as you have both, because we're, we're both physical beings and energetic beings. So the energy part of us has to be in alignment with what we do want. And then we have to take our bodies and actually move it, create action, do those things. And I like to think that, you know, when you're, when you're co-creating with the divine in your business, you know, the divine can give you the inspiration, the divine can give you the feelings, but it's, you're the one that has to move. You know, we're the arms and the legs of the divine and the divine can't send an email or get out on stage or actually write the book. So it's us physical counterparts that have to do that. And so that really is the formula is that alignment and the momentum. So what do you think is the number one thing that holds people back from, you know, obviously, following their passion and creating that, that ideal lifestyle? Well, it's energy blocks. It's, you know, anytime we feel that we can't do something or that we're not good enough or that um, we, we talk ourselves out of it or we're in fear or worry, you know, if someone has this like amazing, this is what I wrote about in the desire factor that's coming out is that when we receive a desire, you know, an idea to start a business, for example, there's three things you can do with that energy. You can either move with it and get excited by it, even though you may not know the how and the who and the what and all the form with it, just being with the excitement of it, then will show and reveal the next step. And as long as we're taking that step in faith, then you know we're continuing to move and create what we want. A lot of people will get the idea and they'll feel excited by it, but they don't do anything with it. And the energy just completely dissipates. Or they get this idea and then they go, oh my God, well, I don't know how to do that. I don't even know the first step in even getting started. There's probably already people doing that. Well, the, why would anybody want to buy that from me? Why would anybody want to hear that from me? No, there's no way. That's impossible. And of course, the energy just dissipates and dies there, right? Recircles back to someone else that is in the receptive mode that gets the idea and then starts moving with it. Wow. So what about people like me who get hundreds, maybe thousands of ideas a day, a week, a month? And I, it's like, okay, which one? And they all excite me. I mean, literally, I'm one of those little kids in a candy store. I like all the candy. And I'm not sure, you know, chocolate may be my favorite, but if I see something I haven't tried before, I'm going to go there first. Then I'm going to go, and I'm just all over the place. I know I, I, know I can focus when I put my mind to it. Yeah. But I mean, what about, I'm sure there are a lot of people who think, oh my gosh, that's a great, oh, and that's a great, and that's a great, and then they don't know which one to start with. Do you have any advice for them? Yes. My husband's like that. And I call him Mr. Idea Man because he always has these brilliant ideas, right? And, and yet he's the one that will take the idea and not do anything with it, yeah. right? But then there's others, like I used to be like that. Oh my God, that's an idea. It came from somewhere. We got to do it. go with it. You know, I had, a, I had an idea years ago when my kids were very small 
um, to create this program called the Enlightened Kid Program because teaching parents and kids about law of attraction, doing it together, right? And I had a puppet made called Hardy Bear and he was going to be the next Elmo and, you know, we were going to do DVDs and um, I got, but we bulk ordered from China. I mean, it was like, this is got to be, it's like big, go big or go home, right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't the best idea. <laughs> it was a great, it was a great idea, right? And it was really good and it did help a lot of people. We've sold out and we're not going to redo it because that's not where the direction of my business is anymore. But it was like, it, it, it just, I, it, I got too excited by it, right? And I got too over the, the top with it that I was just spending money and throwing money at it and doing stuff that I didn't necessarily needed to do. I could have went small, see if it was receptive with people, you know, how, see how that goes and then keep it as a product and then see if it, if, if it grows and do other things with it, right? right? But I just went full out on out. And there's nothing wrong with doing that, but we kind of have to reel it in a little bit. Let the excitement move us. But what happened in my situation is I let my personality become bigger than the energy that was flowing, mm. right? And so then there might be other people on the other end that they feel this energy and they're like, oh, 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 and they let the energy take them over and then they don't take any action with it. So again, it's that balance of connecting with the energy of it and, and letting your personality, so to speak, be in alignment with that, not being bigger than the energy or not being even smaller than the energy. And a lot of times just having a notebook of this is an idea and this is an idea and you know, kind of looking at it and setting it aside and, and going, okay, is this something that in a week I want to do? Or do, where does this fit with my overall vision for my business? You know, because it might take you away from your overall visions and goals. And if it's an alignment, if it has something to do with what you're doing in your business, and that might be the next logical step, and you feel inspired to take that action, then start moving in that direction. You know, because in order to create anything, you have to take some momentum. But when you start running, when you need to be crawling, that's what happened with me with the Light and Kid program, then it was, they had the opposite effect. Yeah. And I think you, you said something very uh, wise in that you need to start small. Uh, in most cases, just jumping in and doing something really big. And, you know, there's so many factors. There's testing the market. There's making sure there's customers who... Are, you, that you have a, a customer base, but the most important thing I thought, I think you said was about making sure it's in alignment with your, your overall business goals. Because sometimes we get these ideas, they have nothing to do with what we're doing. And then it takes us off on this path. And it's like, it takes that much harder, much more energy to get back on the right path. So right. I think that was, that's really great advice, Christy. Thank you. Uh, let's I talk to, a little. I'm going to say something real oh, quick. Absolutely. My husband a few months back had this really great idea because he met a father that was in, you know, the, the soccer, he was a father in the soccer team of my son. And uh, he was telling him how lucrative the flower business was. And my husband was like, we're going to open an online flower business. And I'm like, why? Now, I love flowers. I'm very passionate about flowers. When I, I buy them for myself every week if my husband doesn't get them for me. I've always got flowers around. But I know thing none about the flower business. Yes, I know online marketing, but I have no business putting my energy and attention. I am a coach. I'm an author. I'm a channeler. Like, you know, I help people succeed. I help people learn about the universal laws. 
I don't know how to run a flower business. So, <laughs> you know, it, it might be a great idea, but like you're saying, it's like, it didn't fit into my overall yeah. vision. If you want to get buy this, get this flower business so you can supply me with flowers every week, I'm all for it. But if it's actually you now running a business, which he's the CFO of my company, so if he's now trying to figure out how to run a business and create a business, he's not going to be fully present in my business, right? in our business. So I just wanted to share that. I love the fact that you mentioned a flower business. I don't know if you know this, but I've been in the flower business for 39 years. That was oh my, my very first business and I still own it. Um, it I is, uh, oh yeah, but I, uh, I, 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 it's mostly virtual now. Everything I do is virtual. I do have a, a store, but it's a warehouse. I was in retail for 28 years and I just couldn't take the retail anymore. And rather than close my store, which I love because it brings out the creativity in me, I kept it, but I was also at the same time coaching like you people on how to use the internet and how to create websites. And that's the kind of thing that I do, e-commerce mostly. And I created my own e-commerce websites and all of this and people wanted me to start teaching them. And I found I had much more fun teaching them how to do that than I did how to design flowers. Although I love to still design. So you mentioned flower, and I, that's, that's why so I said I'm one of those funny. people. I've got like, you know, I've got three businesses. I probably should only have one. I'd make a lot more money, but I'm very happy and I love it. And every day is a challenge and every day is something different. So anyway, I'm not your ideal client because your ideal client needs to be someone who can focus on one thing and make it exactly what the, it should be over the top, you know? Um, but what are the, let's talk about entrepreneurship a little bit. So what are the three questions any entrepreneur needs to ask herself when she's experiencing what she doesn't want. And I love oh, these what are good. she doesn't want. Yeah, we all experience, whether it's in our businesses, in our relationship, with our finances, with our body, we all have these things called contrast. It's like what we don't want shows up. And the moment you recognize there's, there's something that you don't want, we need to ask ourselves these three questions. And the first question is, what do I want? Most people, when you ask them, what do you want? They're like, oh, I don't know you know, because we're so focused on what we don't want. That's where our focus is. How can we can fix this problem, right? And the thing is, we, if we're focused on what we don't want, we're putting more energy on what we don't want. So what, what do we get more of? What we don't want. So we want to be able to focus on what we do want. And how do you find out what you do want based on what you don't want? What is the situation and what's the opposite? So I'm lacking clients in my business. I want more clients. Okay, get even more specific because more clients could be one. Is that going to suffice you? I want 100 more clients a week. Great. Now you know what you do want, right? If you're only making 10% profits in your business, I, I don't want to just make 20, 10%. Okay, well then what would you want? What's the opposite of, of what you're having here? I'd like 30% profit in my business. Great, right? So what do you want is the first step. Number two is why do you want it? That's when you really start to get into the energy. That's when you start shifting the vibration off of what you don't want to what you do want. And you really start getting into the feeling place of having what you want. So I want to be able to serve more people. I want to be able to transform more people's lives. I want to be able to make more money from having more clients. I want to be able to, you know, whatever it is, right? And you write down all of those reasons why you want what, we, what you want. And then ultimately understand that the third question is why, or not why, but how do you want to feel? So you got, what do you want? Why do you want it? And then how do you want to feel? Because whenever we want something, 
we think we usually coming from a place of, I want that because I don't have it. And if we're coming from a place of, I don't have it. And if I get there, then I'll be happy or successful or whatever we say is going to be over there when we get it, we're coming from lack. And if we're coming from lack, we cannot attract what we do want. If you look at it from a spectrum, right? There's like a spectrum. On one side of the spectrum is lack, limitation, you know, insufficiency. On the other side is abundance or all sufficiency. And there's a point in the middle that's the tipping point from lack to abundance, which is sufficiency, right? And it's from that place of sufficiency and above that vibrationally you're in tune, you're a vibrational match to it, right? But when you're in lack and you're thinking, I want this because I don't have it, then you're coming from not fulfilled, you're coming from a place of emptiness, and you're thinking that once I get there, then I'll be happy. But what happens? We work really hard, right? We take all this action, work super hard, struggle, strife, you know, tons of hours, overwhelm. We finally get there. Whoosh, that didn't make me happy. <laughs> right. Maybe I need to make more money. Maybe I need to work harder. Oh, yeah. I can't work harder than I already work. I'm exhausted. I have less time for my family, right? And then it becomes a, ugh, no matter what I do, I can't seem to do, I can't seem to make more. And then we'd feel defeated. So we're right back to feeling in, a, in, in lack. But if you recognize what do you want, why do you want it, how do you want to feel? If you get the clients, if you have more profits, how are you going to feel? I'm going to feel free. So feel it now. Feel, conjure up that feeling. Like I was talking about the purpose and the passion. I didn't have that. I had to feel that. And once I felt that, the form followed the feeling. Excellent. I like that. The form followed the feeling. So who, the, the, what do you want? Um, the, what the, do you want? The, why do you want it? And how do you want, how do you want to feel when you get it? So important. I think that's probably, I'm sure that most of us figure the first two out and the last part we probably leave out. Would you say that's a fair assessment assumption? Yeah. Yes, because most people don't understand, and, and a lot of times they might get it as a concept, but they're not living through it, is how important energy is. I mean, everything is energy. We know this from modern science. We know this from quantum physics, and it's really practicing being in the energy field because that's what really draws things to us, opportunities, situations, events. Yes, we have to take action. Yes, we have to do things. But it's the combination, like I talked about in the beginning, it's the alignment of energy, and then it's taking momentum from there. So as long as you're aligned with, okay, I want this, I want, this is the reason why I want it, I want to feel successful, you're feeling that success because you're now in an energetic vibrational alignment with success. Now every action that you take, it's like you're taking a huge exponential leap. You're taking a quantum leap because you're not doing it effort, 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 action alone. You're evoking energy to also help you in that movement. Yes, I agree. And so let's talk a little bit about energy ma mastery. Just uh, share with us what energy ma mastery is. Let me think if I can say it again. Energy mastery <laughs> and why it's important, especially for a woman entrepreneur to know and understand. 
Well, like I was saying, everything is energy. And so we create from our consciousness and our consciousness is really the only thing that we have control over. We can't, we don't have control over what the president's going to do, what gas prices are going to do, what the coronavirus is going to do, you know, what clients are going to do, what internet's going to do. Only thing we have control over is our consciousness. Now, what's our consciousness? What we say, the language we use, what we say either out loud or to ourselves our thoughts, what we consistently and repeatedly think about, our perspective, so our thoughts lead to our beliefs and creates our reality, but what we, our perspective is, our expectations, our beliefs, our emotions. A lot of women are used to stuffing their emotions because they're afraid to feel it. Most of us have been raised our, all, our whole entire lives not to feel our feelings, so we avoid ourselves, we avoid our energy, our emotions, because we do other things, because we're afraid if we start feeling, then we're going to die or that we're going to never, you know, never stop crying or we're going to kill somebody because we're enraged or whatever it is. But a lot of women are afraid of their feelings, but our emotions are an intensification of what we send out as energy. So, and then there's, of course, our actions that we take. So these are our ways that we have control over our consciousness where we have our free will and choice. And we always have that choice as far as what thought to think, what word to say, what emotion to feel or not, what action, you know, what belief to hold um, or perspective to hold. And we are energy beings just as much as we are physical beings. We are also energy and every single cell in our body is, has receptor sites and those receptor sites bring in energy. It, it, it's must. So we are energy receivers we're energy containers, and then we're also transmitters. And what we transmit out into the universe is by our thoughts and our words and our emotions, our perspectives and our actions. That's how like an energy signal, you know, like an energy tower, we're sending out signals all day, every day. And because everything is energy and all energy carries a vibration, that vibration goes out into the universe and is met with other vibrations. And that's what's drawn into our experience by a relationship, by a form, by a situation. And this is the basis of, you know, law of attraction. Wow. I imagine this could also help people who are looking for the, the ideal relationship because, you know, I think that people put out certain energy and then they kind of, um, put up these walls against finding that right, right relationship. This has just been from friends I know who've really struggled with finding that right relationship. And now I think that you have the answer. <laughs> yeah. Heidi, it's, it's, it's the answer for everything. Honestly, yeah, yeah. it really is. I mean, for relationships, for finances, for career success, for even health and well being. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. So, wow. We've covered a lot in a short amount of time. Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, I don't know. I had to, I had to calm my dog down. I have a very oh, big oh, no. labradoodle. Oh, okay. And the doorbell rang and he goes ballistic. So, um, I just see myself, you know, abundantly happy living in my absolute dream home, taking care of my elderly parents and my kids. I'm in the sandwich generation. But being able to be surrounded by my family, having a beautiful, loving relationship with my husband as I do now, um, you know, having just tons of fun in my career, loving what I'm doing, channeling the council, writing more books. So I, I just see myself doing more of what I'm doing, but on an even bigger level. 
Wow. Well, and you've done a lot. What is the number one thing you want people to take away from today's interview? I'd love to give everybody a gift if I could, because this would be the perfect thing to take away. We talked about our consciousness and how important it is. And a lot of times people will say to me, well, where do I start? And the first place I always I say to for people to start is watch your words. You have to watch your words because there are words and phrases that we say that pull our energy down that most people are not even aware of. So with that being said, I created a 30-day free program called Watch Your Words. You could go to watchyourwords.com. Every day you get a video. It's between two and four minutes. It's not like really long videos. And it tells you three things, what to not say and why, because it tells you from an energetic perspective when you say I miss or I should or I'll try or I can't afford. When you, when you have this, this kind of vernacular, it pulls down your energy and lack and what to say instead. So watching your words is really important. It's like around COVID, everybody's saying, I miss this, I miss that, I miss this. And just by saying I miss, it pulls down your energy. And when you say, I look forward to, I look forward to going out for dinner with my husband. I look forward to going to soccer to, you know, games with my kids again. When you, when you focus on what you look forward to, it has a very different opening and vibration than I miss. Absolutely. I totally agree. So I'm excited. Uh, watchyourwords.com, correct? Yes. Well, thank, you, thank you for that wonderful gift. I'll make sure that everybody gets, gets that and, uh, and knows what it's about. So any last thoughts? Just that, you know, when we get it in our minds as a concept, it's one thing. But when we live this, life changes because everything really is energy. Absolutely. Well, thank you. What is the best, ways, best way for our listeners to get in touch with you? You go to, yeah, you can go to christywhitman.com. That's my main website. And I highly recommend going to watchyourwords.com. Excellent. Well, Christy, I want to thank you for being on the show today. It's been wonderful. I love when I can get so much information in such a short amount of time. You, you really shared a lot. And I think that our, I know our listeners are going to just love it. And I, I certainly did. And we will stay connected. I, we've been connected a long time, but even more. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to today's entrepreneur show. Uh, to learn more about upcoming events, be sure to, and to listen to past events, be sure to go to the, theentrepreneurshow.com. And to learn more about women in e-commerce, go to wekai.org. Thank you all for attending today.